as the war of words continues to wage over the U.S. border negotiations, we look at some comments from different politicians on Capitol Hill regarding the issue today. Uh, the satanic statue in the Iowa State House has been beheaded. And shockingly, there are Christians who don't like that. And I'm really confused by it. We look at the polling surrounding that border issue. And, I mean, no, we're not going to talk about that other thing that happened in the Senate this weekend. All of that today on the Palmetto Family Matter Show. to get to on this Monday as we talk border, border security, border polling, words surrounding the border, as well as a satanic statue getting beheaded. All of that today. It's Monday, December 18th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I didn't do this the other day. Ding, ding. Thank you, sir. We we double up there. We are one week away from Christmas. And we got a lot to get to. One week? I know. Uh... We got a lot to get to today, but first, a word from our friends at I Believe SC. I Believe SC is a Christ, uh, coalition of Christian believers reaching out across racial, political, regional, and denominational lines to share the simple message of the gospel of Christ with the, with the people of South Carolina. Their board of directors and interdenominational advisory council represents 17 different Christian denominations, and they enjoy ordained ministerial represent, representatives in most South Carolina communities. The I Believe SC license plate is available for you to get. You can go to IBelievesc.net. We have that uh, not conspicuously placed uh, on our set here. We thank them for their support. So if you want to learn more about I Believe SC, go to IBelievesc.net. They've given away nearly $70,000 to Christian charities and ministries across the state of South Carolina. It's a pretty big deal. So support I Believe SC. Absolutely. Now, plenty to get to. I guess that's a good transition. Let's start with a satanic temple. <laughs> Great. Not, I believe, SC. <laughs> uh, Michael Cassidy was arrested over the weekend after tearing down a satanic altar, which the Guardian says is a symbol of humanism and anti-authoritarianism. Are we sure? Are we sure? I don't think there's anything more authoritarian than Satan. <laughs> I could be wrong. Uh, but this happened at the Iowa Capitol. Of course, the leader of an organization whose satanic altar at Iowa State Capitol was torn down by a Christian military veteran on Thursday dismissed the vandalism as, quote, a real act of cowardice. Shockingly, there are Christian evangelicals who agree with that statement. There is a certain point mm. at which we need some adults in the room to tell people what liberal democratic values are. I don't want those. What their value is why we uphold them, what they're good for, and they need to stand up for these values, or we're going to further denigrate in our polarism towards autocracy. The co-founder of the Satanic Temple told CNN's oh, Newsnight. Thank goodness they have Well, yeah, I'm glad the leader of the Satanic Temple can educate me on morality. The Satanic Temple obtained permission from Iowa's government. Problem number one, to erect a statue of a goat-headed figure, that would be Balfamet. Uh, at the state capitol, we can't name it. If we name it, that's a problem. Why? Because that's the name of like Satan. Yeah. We can't name it because if we name it, then it's Satan. But Satanists say we don't worship Satan. We worship. I'm not going to go into the exact correlation I can make there. I refuse to do that. But we don't. We don't. Never mind. I'm not going to make the joke. Mm. Along with the group's seven fundamental tenets, those were part of the statue and the thing. Calling on all members to, quote, act with compassion and empathy toward all. And they declare people's bodies as inviolable. Do they? 
Because really the whole point of Satan is to desecrate the image of God. Bootleg it. Yeah. Bootleg it. And because that's the whole point. If you read the book of Revelation, uh, Satan crafts his own bootleg trinity, basically. Right. It doesn't work, obviously. We know how the story ends. The statue and its association with the Satanic Temple ignited a fierce debate over the breadth of the U.S. Constitution's First Amendment, which provides Americans their core freedoms of speech and religion. Satanism is not a religion. Period. <laughs> I, Satanism isn't a religion. Transgenderism is not a gender. And pedophilia is not a sexual orientation. These things need to be said. I'm, I'm channeling my inner Vivek Ramaswamy with my 10 truths. Uh-oh. It's very easy to understand here. Iowa's governor, Kim Reynolds, issued a statement calling the Satanic Temple's display, quote, absolutely objectionable, but suggested it was one, quote, a free society, end quote, should allow to stand. Reynolds then called all those of faith, what faith? To pray alongside her and recognize the traditional display. See, here's the thing. Why would we put up the satanic temple ritual statue in the Iowa State Capitol now? Why now? Why not in June? Does it celebrate Christmas whatsoever? No, because they don't. They put some red poinsettias on it, which kind of were forming the body of the goat. Baphomet. Um, They put some candles on it, which I'm sure they do often. <laughs> Sure. Um, the atheists were right beside it with their cute little pop-up banner. I think there was nothing on it whatsoever. Sure. Uh, ha ha, dad joke, Christian dad joke. Um, I I don't get it. I don't get it. You know, we've got people calling those uh, this this gentleman that tore it down. He, he's a coward. He's a coward. No, sure about that. Perhaps, perhaps those who allowed it to go up in the first place may have had the weaker spine. Now. Should we go around, you know, defacing property, destroying things? I would argue that as you are getting to the point of, it should have never been there to start with. Never. And isn't it incumbent? Is it? Okay. So what Michael Cassidy did, by the way, uh, Marine veteran and actually ran for a uh, political seat and, and he lost, but that's beside the point. So Christian and military veteran, he beheads the statue. Cool. I'm all for you. Was it legal? No. Was it moral? Yeah. 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 I think it was. The argument in Christian circles that I've seen across Twitter, X, pardon me. Um, Whatever. Is that, you know, as Christians, we shouldn't go around defacing public property and we need to be winsomely preaching the gospel. Forgive me. Forgive me. But. Oh no! Another one. A great quote was was from a was from a political uh, member who said that this is not spiritual warfare. Yet, yet is erecting a statue to honor Satan is exactly the kind of warfare that Paul references when he talks about dealing with spiritual warfare. Sure, these things are taking place in 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 high heavenly places. Certainly that battle is going on and it's all around us. But there are times where that battle is clearly seen. Well, it, it goes back to what you and I were talking about in show prep today it, it, with a different issue, but I think it applies here as well. Yes. This is face tattoo syndrome. Yes, it is. It's, it's okay. I'm going to put a face tattoo on the Iowa State 
house or the state house, the the state capitol. Yep. It's Baphomet with uh, uh altar to worship the devil, Satan. You know, I feel like the church lady all of a sudden. I'm going to allow that. Uh, you know, that's like my uh 38-year-old mom allowing the 18-year-old child to get the face tattoo. I'm going to allow it to happen. And then when everybody says, oh, my goodness, what happened? You should go get that removed. Now, how hey, dare you? You are being ridiculous. This is a child. This is time out. If it's such a free speech issue, then why are we not allowing naked people to dance through the state capitol? Now, I'm not That's encouraging that. Coming. I'm not encouraging that. Why are it's we not? White House. Ah. <clears throat> uh, why are we not allowing people who scream fire in crowded buildings? Maybe they could set up a, a booth at the, the Iowa State sure. Capitol sure they and they could just shout fire. That was a little loud. I'm sorry. Fire, fire all day long. Be like the little boy who cried wolf. No one would care after a while. The problem is we put face tattoos on the state Capitol. And then we say, no one's supposed to notice. And when someone notices and says, you know what? I'm going to pray and say Bible verses, quote Bible verses. And then when I feel compelled by the spirit to rip this thing down, it's not spiritual warfare. No, it's face tattoo syndrome. And you were expecting everybody to go along to get along. Cassidy no. has been booked with a count of criminal mischief. mischief. Uh, the satanic temple described the damage as being beyond repair. Mm. Praise God. Yes. Uh, this is what Cassidy said. By the way, he's a former U.S. Navy pilot. He said, quote, I saw this blasphemous statue and was outraged. And by the way, we're now noting that he previously ran for Congress unsuccessfully in Mississippi as, if this, is, as if this is some political ploy. He said, he said, and I quote, my conscience is held captive to the word of God, not to bureaucratic decree. And so I acted. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. If what is what is our society promoting? I think we all know at this point, our society for a long time has promoted freedom of religion, and I'm all feel it. Listen, cool, because it's that freedom of religion that allows me to practice openly my faith in the public square. That's the point of the First Amendment. However, I repeat again, Satanism, not a religion, and the fact that we in different state capitals are now willingly allowing the Erecting of statues that promote Satan and Satanism, which is absolutely antithetical to the gospel of Christ, and it is, in my opinion, the spirit of Antichrist. Literally. As Christians, if you don't understand – because here's what's going to happen. The people who, who accuse me of being a Christian nationalist – and by the way, I wear that name tag Proudly, if that's what you're calling this. Are you going to add hetero me? to that? Sure, heteronormative, xenophobic, whatever you want. Bigot. Bring it on. Yeah. You want to call me a Christian nationalist, but you're the one. You're the one who's going to hide behind the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. You're the one that is going to pledge your allegiance and oath to the Constitution above that of the Word of God. You're the one doing that, not me. Let me ask you a question, and and you've you've said now religion? I think three times that it's not a religion. Sure, tell me what I, I'm not. I yes, I'm questioning. I Satan wanna... is not Satan is not a higher deity. Satan is not God. Okay, 
Now, my yeah, well, we could make the argument that any religion outside of Christianity is in fact. Oh, and Satanism. that's what that's what I was. I was yeah, it is. I mean, uh, Oxford English Dictionary: the belief not uh, the belief in and worship of a superhuman power or powers, especially a god or gods. Little gods. And 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 to my and and to the point that I would continue. Who who is who is allowing Satan to have? what he believes to be his own power. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And that's I mean, where, and that's where I, that's where I dive into. I don't believe Satanism is a, is a religion. And I don't want to push, I don't want to push too hard, Christian. but I also want to say that it, it is spiritual warfare. Sure. It is. And, and, you know, we've called, talked about the cultural sexual religion. I think this is just an outworking of that. I think that's that these, are, yeah. these aren't, these aren't, and, and it goes to the broader, the broader, and then to put a finer head on it, the broader base of these are not, political issues yeah. you know uh I, yeah that's exactly it and so uh, a statue of baphomet satan in the iowa state capitol and and you know it's easy for us to throw you know um holy water i guess at at <laughs> iowa in this case it's going it's going to proliferate it's sure. going to spread it is going to become more commonplace you know we've seen it in new mexico we talked with our friend a couple of weeks in new mexico about the you know, uh, your mom, your mom had an abortion kind of thing. Um, what was it? Is it the, uh, what was the name of that abortion clinic? I can't remember. I want to Samuel say Lito's Samuel Lito. Samuel Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The abortion clinic that worships Satan, um, which, you know, there, there's an argument to be made that all of them do. Um, I, I, I find it interesting that, uh, Christians have had their head in the sand for far too long. And I mean, calling, Calling the church to wake up is something we've been doing, and others like us have been doing for some time. Now, you know, once again, and I will, I will be careful here. I do believe there is a way to winsomely share the gospel, but when confronted with pure evil, Butch Cassidy, I'm sorry, uh, I, I like the name Cassidy. Uh, he did Michael Cassidy. Michael Cassidy. He did the right thing. And for those that say, well, he should have just, you know, maybe you should have been down there praying with him. Maybe you should have been down there saying Bible verses with him. Now, I don't, I don't know the character of Michael Cassidy. You know, I don't know if he's uh, unhinged. I don't know if he's, I know this, uh, there are political candidates for president who have said, hey, we'll help pay for his legal bills to bail him out of trouble here. So Maybe there were more down there praying with him. Maybe there were more down there singing hymns and songs and spiritual songs. Maybe there were those down there quoting the Bible. I don't know. Uh, but before we go and throw aspersions at someone like him or the state of Iowa, beware. Mm -hmm. Beware. It'll be at your doorstep soon. If you're a practicing Catholic, it's at your doorstep now. Uh, this is breaking news on a Monday mm. morning. Pope Francis has formally permitted Roman Catholic priests to bless same-sex couples on Monday in a significant shift in Vatican doctrine. The blessings may be carried out, providing they are not part of regular church ritual or liturgy, nor at the same time as a civil union, according to a Vatican document approved by the Pope. The latest ruling fleshes out the opening the Pope made to blessing same-sex couples last October, marking a mm -hmm. shift away from a 2021 ruling when he said that uh, Bard it, we couldn't have any blessings because God, quote, cannot bless sin. Still true. Uh, but since July 2023, the Doctrine Department, which has been – Doctrine Department, which has been led by Cardinal Victor Manuel Fernandez, an Argentinian prelate and an ally of Francis, uh, struck a different tone. Uh, quote, when people ask for a blessing – 
An exhaustive moral analysis should not be placed as a precondition for conferring it. The grace of God works in the lives of those who do not claim to be righteous, but who acknowledge themselves humbly as sinners like everyone else. The new ruling says it is opening, quote, the possibility of blessings for couples in irregular situations and for couples of the same sex. Although it says leaving decisions to, quote, the prudent and fatherly discernment of ordained ministers. But what we do know is going to happen is if a, if a bishop or a priest refuses to do this, then the pope will just defrock them. Well, and, it, and there is a difference between a wedding, a marriage ceremony, uh, as they say, because a marriage ceremony must happen during um, a religious service and a blessing. But it's a slippery slope here. It's it's a lot. This pope I, is far more liberal than the previous two popes. Certainly more liberal than than Pope Benedict I'm, was. I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna a say more liberal than. I'm gonna say this, and boy, this could earn me some enemies. I I won't even call it a. I, I won't even call it liberal. I'll call it unbiblical. Oh, it is unbiblical. Uh, it, and that's that's it's the where plain liberal simple, theology it, becomes unbiblical. Yeah, and they're probably uh, and the same. and you know God bless those of you who are in the Catholic faith and and hold to the the tenets of Scripture. Um, yeah, I, I've been given this illustration for years, and I, I think it behooves all of us, whether you're Baptist, Catholic, whether you're evangelical, whatever, Christian, non, you know, if if you and if you and your wife and new son or daughter mm -hmm. were planning a meal, it's a beautiful meal. You're gonna have um, what's your what's your favorite food? steak? Steak, big juicy steak. And there's yeah. a baked potato, maybe some asparagus, side salad. Don't don't just drop the salad. Okay. Just leave the asparagus. Dinner roll, mm -hmm. pecan pie, apple pie, mm -hmm. whatever. It's all there on the table. You and your wife and your child or children are sitting around the table. Maybe it's Christmas Day. Uh -huh. So there's extended family there. Sure. And you've got a big, beautiful bay window right there. And you can see the table, maybe a little like this. And there's this big, beautiful bay window. And as you look out the bay window of your house, there he is. He's on the edge of your property. Satan himself. Now, you're alarmed. You're you're shaking a little. How many of you, how many Justin, would you say, oh, it's no big deal if he comes inside the gate of the fence? Not yeah. a big deal. What yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. It, 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 it's not inside the house. Right. How right. most people are like, I don't know. Then, then what we do is we allow him to walk down the, the pathway to the front door. We allow him to walk up the steps. We let him on the welcome mat. He rings the doorbell. He rings the doorbell. My doorbell has the Grinch answering it right now. Ooh. Yeah. What does the Grinch say when he answers the door? Someone coming to this house? Oh, that's Are you cool. kidding me? Max. I'm asking how to do Get that. That's pretty cool. Do you have a ring? Yeah, I do. I'll show you. Oh, cool. All right. Um, Aside. He rings the doorbell. Mm -hmm. How many of you go to the door? You know, my kids are like, doo, 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 package. No, in this case, it's, I'm, and I, I, this sounds hyperbolic. It is. It, it's Satan himself at the door. You open the door. Hey, we don't want any. Have a nice day. No, we open the door. There's a seat at the table for you. Come on in. Have some apple pie. We we're just getting to dessert. That's where we are in America. We're putting whipped cream on apple pie for Satan. That'll preach. Um, all, right, all right. I'm done preaching. I think that, and and again, I have, this is not the time nor the nor the platform to discuss the theological issues no, that no, I no, have no, no. Uh, with, with, with even just the office of a papacy. 
But what this does, millions of people around the world identify themselves as practitioners in the Catholic faith, practitioners of the Catholic faith. And this, as Mitch so eloquently puts it, slippery slope, only gets slipperier. And whenever uh, Pope Francis decides he's done, whether that be in retirement or in death, um, I fear the next person that assumes that office will be even further removed from biblical theology and further removed from the basic tenets of, of the faith. To Mitch's point about someone being on the edge of your property, the United States southern border. If you remember, the White House posited that Ukraine funding and Israel funding and southern border funding all were in a nice, tidy little package, and they all had to work together. Well, an, a recent Wall Street Journal poll published last week found that 64% of voters disapprove of President Biden's handling of border security. 64%. Now, I'm no mathematician, and I'm I'm getting close to being well removed from school, but that's over half. Yeah. In fact, that's darn near two-thirds of the country disapproves of how President Biden is handling the security of the southern border. But the Department of Homeland Security, one official says that the, the, the positions and the negotiations and the policies that have been discussed between the White House and the Congress, quote, would break the border. I, if it ain't broke. I, I'm confused. I think it already is broken. Another warned that it would be completely counterproductive. A second official said Border Patrol would essentially have to take a knee and watch them walk by. What, I, are they not already doing that? ICE would have to detain families instead of detaining a single adult male accused of rape, the former official said hypothetically. Uh, wait, hold on. What is happening? There is a legitimate concern about the United States border shared by 64% of Americans, mm -hmm. and yet those in positions of authority in the fourth chamber of government mm -hmm. say, no, 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 no. You don't understand. These fixes wouldn't work. These policies wouldn't work. So wait, these wouldn't work. And I'm just playing the game here. If yeah, these policies, <laughs> I, I changed it. If these policies wouldn't work, what about other ones? Remember now, I got a couple of clips here. We haven't done it. We haven't done a clip of Palooza in a while. Oh, I have some clips here from different people who may or may not be elected officials. I'm going to play three of them. Then I'm going to play the fourth one. We'll talk about each one. I want to start with Congresswoman Crockett. Listen to how she characterizes Republicans who want border security. By the way, she's wearing a shirt with, uh, what's her name? The new Supreme Court Justice, Kanji uh, Brown Jackson. Jackson. Uh, cartooned on her and behind her so, so modest, so humble, a picture of herself. Here is uh, Representative Crockett from the state of Texas. I'm very concerned because the Republicans have never gotten immigration right. That's just the fact of it. Um, there's not very much that the Republicans get right in general. And so to basically say 
that issues of national security as it relates to how we're going to take care of our allies should be tied to this mangled immigration process is absolutely insane. I mean, when you look at somebody like Greg Abbott, my governor, and his solution, his solution is to basically say, hey, we're going to kill people that are trying to come in. Like, that's not a solution. Like, the Republicans don't have the solutions. They want to continue to defund the aid that is going not the aid, but they're continuing to defund um, border security. Well, I mean, who's going to sign up for this job and you're not paying worth anything? Okay, first of all, she has no idea what she's talking about. Uh, notice she stumbled over her words. She says Republicans are completely insane. Excuse me, excuse me, 64%. That number, by the way, highlighted in an op-ed by Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma and Democratic Senator Chris Murphy. Mm-hmm. So who's insane, Representative Crockett? Answer. Everyone mirror. except for me. Mirror. By the way, Greg Abbott's Greg Abbott's choice is to kill people. What are you talking? What are you talking about? Honestly, how dense are you? Here's another representative from the state of Texas. Man, they know how to pick them down there, don't they? Here is uh, Representative Castro uh, speaking in front of the uh, Capitol building. Recently, here's what he had to say. I want to speak quickly to the Democrats in the Senate and others who are considering supporting this proposal. If you do so, you will be surrendering to right wing racism. And more than that, you will be enabling it. Jamila, uh, Jamila, Cramilla Jayapal switched up her name a little bit there. She's the one who said that's right. Right wing racism. You know what? I'm glad he brought up the, a definer, an adjective to racism, because there are two types of racism, apparently. Right, there's right-wing right, right racism, and there's left-wing racism. What about fuselage racism? What is right-wing racism? And I'm having to say it slowly, because <laughs> it is a tongue twister. Uh, Representative Castro doesn't know what he's talking about. By the way, this is the thing. This is what they do. This is what they do. It, and I, we are a nonpartisan organization. Yes, correct. These, This is what leftists and secularists do. If I don't like something, identity politics. It's racism. It's racism. Racist and sexist. What's racist about wanting to control a border? You want to control Ukraine's border? You're upset about Israel's border. You are upset that Hamas infiltrated Israel's border, killing hundreds of people and taking hundreds hostage. No. You are upset that Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine's sovereign border. Slava Ukraini. You're upset about that. that. No, they're upset that Israel invaded Hamas. I mean, Palestine's sovereign ah, border. Ah, ah, fair point. Same, but you're not upset. You're not upset. So here, So here's the situation. Jasmine Crockett, representative from Texas, says Republicans have never gotten immigration right. No one has, by the way. No one has. Closest one was probably Donald Trump. You haven't figured it out, so you don't know what you're talking about. And if, you, and if you're concerned about border security, you're insane. That's her view. Joaquin Castro says, well, if you're a Senate Democrat and you come to the table and you compromise, you're giving in to right-wing racism because obviously if you don't want illegal immigration – then you're a racist. What about Speaker Mike Johnson? What's the view on Speaker Mike Johnson, who has, as Speaker of the House, 
been charged with <laughs> figuring out this issue, not charged with anything yet, I'm guessing, uh, as of this recording. Um, he's been given the responsibility of dealing with Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell. God bless you, sir. And, and Joe Biden. Oh, Lord gosh. help you, sir. Pray for patience for you, man. What a <laughs> you're you're really uh, doing the Lord's work. He's been he's been given the responsibility of trying to enter into these negotiations, but in but his position is the same as any other conservative, which is listen, immigration is good, but we need to make sure we do it the right way. People can't just be flooding into the country. It's completely changing the demographics of the country far past what we can do. It's it's speeding up the homelessness issue in the United States. We got problems. Here's what one person said on MSNBC. Listen to who she, I'm, I'm supposing her gender, compares Mike Johnson to. So we've got this situation here where uh, Speaker Johnson is not somebody who has seriousness of purpose. He doesn't understand the stakes. When you pull out 40,000 feet, you see someone that is essentially doing Putin's bidding, right? What? What does Putin's bidding? Because, because, and, and by the way, this is a Democratic senator or representative from Vermont. Because, because the president of your party tied Ukraine aid and Israel aid and U.S. border funding in one package. President Joe Biden did that. Play stupid games, win stupid, stupid prizes. prizes. We're just operating within the parameters now. And so Mike Johnson saying, no, 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 no. We want more, we want more border funding. We want less Ukraine money, more border funding, and equal at least between Ukraine and Israel. We're going home. We're going home. You can't come to the table. We're going home. By the way, that's how you negotiate. You, if, if we can't come to an agreement, I'm leaving. He's doing Putin's bidding. So here's the thing. If you support a strong southern border, you are insane, mm -hmm. racist, mm -hmm. and you're doing the bidding of an authoritarian dictator. How are we – we no longer have any sort of mutually assured destruction. Does that make sense? We are now at a point. We are now at a point where one side of the political spectrum in the United States of America, when they don't get their way – can just just blanketly accuse you of racism, insanity, and doing the bidding of an authoritarian dictator. And if you support a certain candidate of your party, you are supporting an authoritarian dictator, even though that person served freely as an elected president for four years. Yeah. Where are we at in society? Uh, I, I do want to note, because I was a journalism major, and, and sorry about that, uh, I just want to note a couple of headlines for you from NBC News before we get out of here today. Uh, this one... Coming from uh, – it's partly by the Associated Press, but this is the NBC News headline. Court revives lawsuit over Connecticut rule, and here's, here's how they word it. Four cisgender females will be allowed to compete. Thank goodness. What does that mean? That means that girls can actually do girl stuff. And then I said we weren't going to talk about it, and we're really not. Here comes the other face tattoo. Okay, because no one's allowed to talk about it because it didn't happen. If you're if if you have children within listening, and Justin's going to censor himself just a little bit, I'm going to do my best. 
Um, cause I really don't want to talk about it either. Cause it's gross. Um, if you have children in the car or around you shield them earmuffs, earmuffs, kids, just, just read the headline <laughs> NBC news, Senate staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex in a hearing room is no longer employed alleged. So he, from what I understand, staffer he, for Senator Ben Cardin reserved the room for the Senator. It was a Senate hearing room. One of the big Senate hearing rooms, by the way, perceivably where they like cool. question justices. Cool. Great. He okay. then not cool. filmed himself and another person participating in acts that are unbecoming of that room. Okay. Or any room. And then posted the video online. Like the, the yes. video? That's what I'm hearing. I, I don't know. I have it, but apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. And then the headline says he allegedly did this. And it's only because conservative news outlets allege that he did it. Face tattoo. He posted it. Then when he left the, the senator's office, like he's no longer employed, <laughs> said, yeah, I did it. Allegedly. You know. Here's the problem. It's the face tattoo syndrome. And, and again, if you have a face tattoo, if Mike Tyson, for whatever reason, nothing wrong with Don't it. mess with Mike Don't Tyson. Don't punch me. It's like having a face tattoo. You get a face tattoo, and then I say, oh, wow, that's a interesting what tattoo. Do you, what do you got to say about it? Mean? Why are you talking about it? Well, you obviously got that because you wanted me to notice. Otherwise, you wouldn't have put it right on your face. So Senate staffer for a Democrat congressman of Maryland, Ben Cardin, films himself participating in lewd and vile lewd, acts. Lewd, vile unbiblical, not moral actions of a certain nature inside of a Senate office space. What? Films it, publishes it online, and then those of us who who point it out are the problem. Maybe Madison Cawthorn was right. It's all the time we have today on the program. Again, thank you so much for making us one of your first listens each and every day and week as we go through this thing, this crazy thing called life. Uh, there are going to be more stories coming out this week. Obviously, it's the week leading up to Christmas, so we will have Ooh. a conversation uh, with Michelle Talley talking about the Student Life Summit Excellent. this week. That's uh, recorded last week, but we'll have it out for you as a special uh, session this week, and then we'll have one more show here uh, before we get out of here for the Christmas uh, holiday. But in the meantime, if you want to learn more about what's happening at Palmetto Family, go to palmettofamily.org. Uh, click on our email newsletter. You can sign up for that. Make sure to RSVP to our prayer event at the State House coming up on Friday, January the 5th at 4 o'clock. We'll be meeting at the South Carolina State Capitol Building and praying uh, for the upcoming legislative session, which starts the following week. Uh, we'll be praying in the Senate chamber, the House chamber, the second floor lobby, praying for the folks in the first floor. That's the executive branch. I will also be praying for the uh, SC Supreme Court as well. Why the heck not? Let's just let's just cover we'll it all. We'll be praying for everyone. We'll pray for everyone, including you. So everyone. join us there. It's free. Just come as you are. Four o'clock, State Capitol. Bring you yourself, your kids. Share share it. Just don't bring any outside materials inside the State Capitol. No and animals. Seriously, no, no animals. No animals. No nothing. No bring your makers. Bring yourself. No noisemakers. No animals. I'll be allowed in. Don't bring them. Okay, and then if you want to catch up on all the episodes you missed of the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show, you can do that. Download the Palmetto Family Council app 
or visit the website. They're all published there. If you listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, give us that five-star rating and review. We appreciate that. That helps us out reaching more people. Make sure you subscribe. It's free. We don't charge anything. Just subscribe. And make sure you're following us on Facebook and on YouTube. Click the little bells to get notified whenever we have a new episode up. I think that's it. For Mitch Prosser, our entire team of Tombow family, I'm Justin Hall. Have a great rest of your week. Yes. Mm-hmm.